0: This story was said to be the most popular story in Orkney in the 19th century, so the collector Walter Trell Denison said anyway. It's called The Silky That Didn't Forget. Now there was once a man that lived on Sandy called Mancy Muir, and Mansey was a crofter, a fisherman. Now the one day he was doing by the shore when he heard a noise, a sound, a terrible, wailing, moaning sound, like a woman in distress. So he quickly headed along the shore towards the sound, and he could hear that it came in from a small guillo, a little ravine that ran in through the cliff. And he headed towards where all this terrible moaning and groaning sounds was coming from. And then he saw at the end of the gill there was a selkie. And this selkie was having pups. She was giving birth. That's why all the groaning and the moans were coming from. Now he saw that there was another selkie, a male selkie, was out in the sea and it was it was keeping its distance it wasn't coming into the shore it was bobbing up and down and it was watching Mansy to see what he was going to do but it wouldn't come too close well he watched for a while and the selkie had her pups she had two pups very unusual both bonny pitty white pups bonny white skins And Mancy started to think to himself, Hmm, there's that last Maggie that I fancy. If I was to kill those pups and skin them and make a waistcoat out of those white pelts, Oh, I would look so good. Then maybe Maggie would see me and maybe she'd talk to me and maybe would have a dance. You never know. So he decided that he was going to have those pups. And he went down to the shore towards them. Well, when the female Selkie seen him coming, she managed to get into the sea. But these pity grey seal pups, you know, they can't go into the water until they've shed their white coat. So they were stranded on the rocks. Well, Mansie ran over to them and he picked up the two wee pups and held them close to him, and he turned around to walk away. Well, the noise that that poor female Selkie made. She moaned and groaned, she splashed about in the water, she rose up, she climbed halfway up onto the rocks. She was in a terrible state. And he looked at her, and she was absolutely thrashing around, distraught. Staring at her pops, and Mansie coulda sworn that there were tears in her eyes streaming down her cheeks. Well, then, when he turned around to go away for the last time, he heard the most terrible, heart-breaking groan come from that selkie. It was a groan of utter despair. It came from the depths from way down in some very dark place. And it was so heartbreaking that it just touched Mansi's head. And he looked down at the two wee pups, and, you know, they were nuzzling into his jacket and trying to suck him like he was their mother. And he thought, I can't do it. I can't do this. I'm going to have to give them back to her. So he went down over the rocks and he set the two wee pups on the rock just where it was overhanging the sea and the selkie came up and she clasped those pups to her breast and she looked up into mansie's eyes and if that selkie could have spoken she would have said thank you. "'Thank you, thank you for sparing my children. "'Thank you for giving me back my babies.' "'But of course she couldn't speak. "'But the look in her eyes said it all. "'There was gratitude in there. "'And it seemed that she was saying to him, "'One good turn deserves another. "'Maybe some day I can help you.' Well, Mansy set off, and he went home. And he didn't have his white, silky pop waistcoat to wear to the harvest home, but when he went, well, he managed to get the courage up to go and speak to Maggie, and she spoke to him, and they danced, and then they laughed, and he walked her home. And it was the start of a love affair that lasted for the rest of their lives as well as a really great friendship, too. The two of them were married. They had a family. The family grew up. They got married, left home. They had a family, too. It left Mansi and his wife alone. Now, they moved at that time from Sandy to the island of Eddy, And they were living on the west side of Eddy, where there wasn't too many folk living. Now there was nothing that old Mansie liked better than to go fishing, and he had a rock that he particularly favoured. This rock was out in the sea, a bit of a distance, and it was only it was only uncovered on at low tide, so he could only get there at low tide. Well, he went down the one night, and he started to fish, and there was nothing; he didn't get a thing, not a bite. And he stood there for ages, and he was just starting to think, you know, it's about time to go home. But the tide had turned. The tide had turned, and when the tide turned, the fish came in, and they started to bite. And soon Mancy was hauling them up, about as fast as he could bait a hook and throw it in the sea. There was a fish on the end of it, and he was pulling them up and putting them in his basket. He had a straw basket. A cubby with him to put the fish in so he was filling up his basket with fish until in the end there was no room for another fish the basket was full so he smiled contently to himself he'd had a good night's fishing and he was happy about that these fish he would eat and the ones that they couldn't eat fresh they would split them dry them salt them They would preserve them. They would be food for the winter. So then he turned around to go home. And then he realized what had happened. He'd been so intent on his fishing, he'd forgot about the tide. And the sea had turned. And the tide had come in. And he was now cut off from land. So he thought, well, the water is too deep for me to make it to shore. And he couldn't swim, like most people in Orkney in those days. He couldn't swim. So he was stuck. So he shouted, Help! Help! But nobody came. Nobody heard him. He was in a place that was away from where people lived. No one heard his cries for help. Help! 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 He cried, not a thing. Nobody came. Nobody noticed. Well, poor Mansy, he cried and he cried, and the water rose higher and higher until it came up over the rock where he was standing. Help, he shouted, but the rock, the sea rose over the rock, up to his knees, and nobody heard him. Help, help, he shouted. The water rose up to his waist, and then up to his chest, and he was still shouting, but by now, His voice was almost gone, hoarse from shouting. Help! Help! he shouted. Nobody heard. Not a thing. The water rose up to his chin, and he could feel himself being lifted off the rock by the sea. And as the little ripplets of water were starting to play around his mouth, poor old Mansy thought, well, that's me had it. What a stupid thing I did, I forgot to keep an eye on the tide. So that's me, gone. Suddenly, something grabbed him by the back of the neck. He had no idea what, but something grabbed him forcibly and swept him up off his feet. He was turned around and he was pushed back towards the shore. He carried on going, being pushed by some force that he didn't know what. But eventually he found his feet, finding shore under, under him. He found the rocks. The water was getting shallower. He was able to touch the bottom. And soon he was able to scramble ashore, soaking wet but alive. And he turned around to see what had happened, see who had saved him. And he saw a seal, a big seal, swimming away in the distance and swam out to where the rock was, and it dived, and it came back up, and in its mouth it was holding the basket of fish. It swam into the shallows until Mansi was able to wade down through the water and grip the basket and take it ashore with his catch safe and sound. And then he looked into the eyes of the Selkie, there was an old selkie. He could see that, a selkie that had seen many, many winters, just like him now. But there was a look in that selkie's eyes that he remembered, he recognized, he knew that this was the selkie, whose pups he had spared all those years ago in Sandy. And she gave him such a happy look like she was saying, one good turn deserves another, and I have repaid my debt to you. And with that she turned around and swam away. And Mansie shouted out after her, God bless the selkie that did not forget.